back to my podcast, Cheese Man Wine. So all of us in our adult lives obviously have to work and we find ourselves literally spending the majority of said freaking life working at our job. And because of that, we spend most of our time in our at our jobs with coworkers who may or may not suck. So for today's episode, I thought I'd give you some of the cheesement on working with toxic coworkers. And now I wish I could give you guys like a ton of advice on how to deal with them in like a professional manner, but since I'm not that type of human, I'm going to give you advice on what not to do that I would have done or have done already. Before we dive in, we clearly have to dive in with some wine. And today I'm drinking a Sauvignon Blanc from Decoy, which is um, my brother and his girlfriend's fave brand of wine. They're the ones who introduced me to it. And my brother's girlfriend has excellent taste. So y'all should hop on this little baby Decoy bandwagon. Oh my god, here I am taking a sip without saying cheers. So cheers guys to, you know, this episode and to my next sip. Now, I'm not trying to come from my family or my genetics, but I come from a family of anger. And I'd like to think all my fellow Latinos are feisty AF and it's not just me, but... Since I'm the one with the anger issues, there's a couple of ground rules that I lay out before people come for me. And I always, no matter what, stick up for myself. And it mostly ends with me obviously throwing low blows and getting the last word. And I and I work it out that way subconsciously. Like, I do not mean, I don't want to throw those low blows but you're causing me to throw these low, low blows. So, and I'm going to have the last word. It's subconscious. I try. I try to do a little woo-saw moment, but it just doesn't work. So those are the ground rules for people who come for me. Well, most people like who look at me um, think like, oh my God, she's so tiny. And like, you know, she's like smiling all the time. And I'm always goofing around and like laughing um, that I wouldn't come off like, I'm going to start slitting throats, <laughs> but I always refer to how like chihuahuas are tiny, but like you piss those little things off, like it's going to go off and it won't stop. It will not stop. So I don't want to compare myself to a chihuahua, but like that's essentially, you know, what happens when I lose my mind. So like clearly when you're around people in like a tight knit environment that you're at like every single day you know, things kind of get escalated for like small things and those type of stuff you can kind of, you know, curve around and not get so upset because you get it. Like it's just a stressful day or everybody's a little heated from something that happened. But there's just some people who, you know, just love to piss off others. And sometimes people are really unlucky that they have to work with those people. So my coworkers that have become accustomed to me had to kind of see me maybe lose my mind a few times before they like knew my threshold. But like y'all, there are some dingy ass people out here who will keep coming back for more. And yo, if like they like the pain, I'll bring it. I will bring it on for sure. I'm like a clover, okay? I'm not the tor- toros. 
I'm a clover. If you don't get that reference, I'm, I will say a little prayer for you because that's really sad. So my first experience with psycho-ass coworkers was when I was in high school. I worked at JCPenney for like a couple months. Um, my uncle was, worked there and he thought, you know, she needs to get experience working. So I started working there. And, you know, people there were like my mom's age and they had worked there forever. And they really, really loved a cute seniority move, always trying to make me do shit. And so on purpose, I would like do everything wrong. So that way they wouldn't ever ask me again. And honestly, that's that's genius. Like, I don't think that makes me sound lazy. I think that makes me sound like I'm a genius because I know how to get out of situations that I don't want to be in. So obviously these ladies did not like it. And one lady in specific... I think caught on to me. She caught on to the fact that I was not doing a good job on purpose. So that way nobody would ask me to do anything. And so, um, you know, she started talking shit about how I don't do my job well. So she had like people shadow me and then she even shadowed me and, you know, was like just like micromanaging me like insanely. And I was like, 17 years old I don't even remember honestly I could have been 16 but I was just like god this is the most annoying thing of my life folding jeans one I don't even like folding clothes like in normal life like right now I'm an adult and I don't even like folding my own clothes do I do it yeah but they're mine I didn't like when you know people were coming to the JCPenney and like this is like really cute and then they just don't buy it and they just like throw it everywhere like I have to fault that. I have immense respect for retail people after, you know, working in retail while I was in high school. So this lady's obviously just like, you're folding it wrong. You're doing this wrong. You're putting this ugly like that. And it was killing me. So, you know, this like lady, she's like on my ass, you know, like you can't doing it. Right. So, um, obviously like I was getting so hella annoyed and then she comes for me like about my work ethic. Now I was a teenager, so like clearly I'm just already riled up from being my age. And you know, she said, I find it really odd that you can't do such a good job in the other departments, you know, when they asked me to do go to another department and help. But like I started to think like where have you been? Like she didn't fold clothes. She would just walk around and you know she wasn't a manager position. She just was older like a seniority status. And so yeah like I actually talked back and I said I don't want to do it. So like what do you do? And she was like pretty offended obviously because I was talking back. And like I would be annoyed too with like you know my teenage self you know talking back. But she ended up telling my uncle on me, like, she told him that I was being very rude. And I also didn't like that my uncle got mad at me. I was just like, you know what? Everybody is coming for me. I don't want to do this. I'm just doing it because my uncle and my mom told me that it would be a good experience for me. It wasn't. It wasn't a good experience, except for me learning that retailer, people who work in retail are just amazing. Like, folding those clothes all the time. That is so annoying. (laughs) So I definitely have respect for those people. But this lady, I was like, no way, Jose. I was just not okay with her. 
So I ended up quitting pretty quickly um, because I clearly didn't do that. But moral of the story is just like I gave up. I quit. I quit because of this lady who was just crazy and saying that I hated and um, I gave up. So just because somebody at your job is stressing you out, you know, don't give up, you know, just try someone's, you know, someone's trying to come down on you. Don't give up. You know, that whole retail stuff was a whole, like that was a mess that, that sucks so bad. So for all you retail people who have to work with people like that lady, that's a psycho coworker. I feel bad for you. So let's take a sip. Cheers to you guys. Cheers. So when I had my first um, big girl job, which was after college, I was very determined to not screw up at that job. Um, And so I definitely tried my best. But like shit, they overworked us like psychotically. I'm surprised that that place hasn't been sued. But like, I wonder, I actually wonder if I could maybe sue them because I mean, it was the, the overwork that they put us through. Like sometimes we wouldn't eat or even get to go pee. A lot of the times we were making ourselves sick and it's not okay. And I even was like, got doctor's notes to be like, um, this little chick needs to eat you guys. So, you know, wow. Surprise that place is still up and running. Um, but I met some incredible people there, like that are some of my best friends right now. Um, but I had coworkers in other departments that really, like, really were the devil, like dingy AF, but the devil, you know, like you didn't feel bad for them because like usually dingy people, you're like, oh my God, like they just don't get it. Like, you know, like, they're just really dingy. No, these people were dingy, but, like, you didn't feel bad for them. You're like, wow, you suck, Voldemort. Like, you're the worst. So, like, I was helping with the tasks for one of my coworkers who had, you know, forgotten to make something. Um, but, you know, I was helping out with the entire project that she was working on. Um, and so I, you know, working with, like, these Voldemorts, um, these, like, really dingy Voldemorts, I went off on this one girl... Um, you know, who just decided that she was going to yell at me. And I was like, you know, no. So this bitch is like literally yelling at me that shit's missing. And she's doing this in front of people. And she's like, hurry up and go get me those now. And like, I made her repeat it. And she, cause I was like, I might not, am I, is she yelling at me? Is this, am I hearing this? So I made her repeat it. And She did, yelling again, because I need to make sure that it was appropriate for me to hand her her ass. I quietly, like, walk out to go grab what she, you know, wanted, but I don't complete it. It's all incomplete. And I come back, and she yells, okay, put them all right here, but, uh, why didn't you finish them? And so I threw what she wanted all on the floor, And then she yelled, like, oh, my God, what are you doing? I was like, you want them, you pick them up, and you finish them. Don't ever yell at me ever again. And I just, like, straight up walked out. And I know that sounds, like, so cool, but that's exactly what happened, you guys. I'm not trying to toot my horn, but toot toot. I freaking handed her ass to her. 
I was so embarrassed that she was yelling at me in front of my face, in front of people. I was like, I need to embarrass her back. I know that you shouldn't, like, it, it shouldn't be, like, an eye for an eye. Like, you shouldn't think that. But in my mind, that's the way you think. An eye for an eye. She wants to talk like that. I'll talk like that to her. And let's see how it feels. Did she Did she learn that day? Um, Yeah, she did. She never, ever tested me ever again she even apologized I mean she was she was very nice to me after that she wanted to be my best friend but I think it was a little bit because she was like freaked the hell out and that's usually what happens like you know some people think that they could take advantage of you and then when they when they actually see that you will end them they're like oh shit okay so like she tried to be my friend with me no I wasn't her friend I didn't I didn't um, want to be her friend. I accepted her apology and it was moved on. There was like an older female that also worked at the job um, that I also made apologize to me um, who, you know, wanted me to do something that was against our rules. And she like called me up yelling. She cur- she actually cussed at me like on the phone. Um, but I put that bitch on speaker you know, so I could get witnesses and stuff. Like, y'all hear, y'all hear how she's talking to me? And like immediately after she like said her spiel and was trying to be all, you know, fraudulent and illegal by telling me like to do things that break the rules, I went and ran to her boss, y'all. And I was like, oh, like, let me tell her ass. Well, then I got an email quickly after I talked to her boss. And she was like, could you call me? Like, I want to apologize for, like, how I how I talk to you. And, like, that's right. Do not test me. Don't talk to me like that. Because, one, like, it's, it, you know, it's all deserved shit. They're all doing stuff that, you know, they deserve a little baby slap across their face. You know, not really a slap across their face, but, like, a, a verbal one. So she apologized to me. Did I, I accepted it, but like, did I really? No, I didn't. I didn't. She was freaking rude. And so, and she was hiding behind a phone. Like, did she do it in front? No, she was hiding. And I was like, that's what, that's what they do, guys. The toxic coworkers, they always got to hide behind something. I don't know. There are like certain times that I don't even realize that I lose it. Like it's part of my anger issue, I guess, that like I just go like unconscious. Like there's like a really mean girl that just like comes out and takes over and just like shuts shit down. And like thank you to her because that's why like I never got bullied further from those like little twin boys in middle school that like tried to pick on me because I shut that shit down quick and nobody came for like it was easy and so you know thank you to that little mean girl inside of me because I would probably get taken advantage of a lot and so that's gross so before we dive into this one this one's like a pretty you know I don't have to deal with this co-worker anymore thank god but this was like a pretty recent like um, baby event that happened in my, you know, recent job life. So let's take a baby sip to that because, oh, you know, I know you guys have heard me talk about this already. So I just wanted to reiterate this because it pissed me off. So let's just take a baby sip for that. So there were like a couple times that she cranked me up, um, a bit 
Um, but she was like a know-it-all, like, but also really weird. So I couldn't really gauge if she was just being just an awkward girl or if that was like her superpower of manipulation to make people do things. Like, you know, like those people who act like really dingy, but they aren't dingy at all. Like they just like use it to get what they want. Like that was her. Like that's really evil. Like those people who are like, oh, like I'm just really nice. Like nobody, I don't, nobody bought it. Like no, don't act like that because we know at the end of the day, you're like, oh, I'm trying to get up. Like I'm trying to get above these people because, you know, essentially sometimes people want to do that. And those people use, they use these freaky power moves, power trip stuff to like get above people. It's crazy. Like the ones that you never would expect are the ones who are like Voldemort, literally like crazy ass. So I'm pretty sure, like I mentioned, that she had decided one day to chime into a conversation I was having with another coworker about like her goodbye lunch. And she thought she could be, you know, put in her two cents and a quarter. And like, clearly I didn't ask, you know, I like didn't, wasn't talking to her, like nothing warranted that. Um, And I think I was more heated too, because this was after I had found out she had told our department like boss that um, all of the people, like not just me, because usually it's me, but all of the people in our office didn't do our jobs and all we did was gossip too much. Like, excuse me, girl. And so to be fair, yes, sometimes we get distracted, okay? And, you know, we we like to, uh, it, mostly it's me. Like, I love to talk a lot, clearly. But the gossiping was, there was no gossiping. All I, all we ever talked about usually was me Talked about my issues, like my problems, like random shit, like boxing, The Bachelor, um, you know, crazy things that I have done, like shit that I talk about on this podcast. I was talking to my other coworkers about, and so I guess, you know, she, she just wanted to be the devil, right? And, you know, I was just, just narcissistic talking about myself at work. So maybe her little baby narcissism, baby girl, was like kind of jelly. But once she chimed in, I lost it because of that. I think I had was already pissed because she had, you know, talked bad about me and my other coworkers to our department boss. So I flipping lost my mind when she chimed in. And like I yelled, I'm not talking to you. And then, you know, she can make decisions for herself. And... To be honest, I'm unsure if that really, like, how that came out because um, I kind of went unconscious. Like, I saw red, and I just know I was yelling. I don't even know if I was, you know, verbally making sense, but I know I shut her the hell up. She did not talk after that. And so it was kind of like, excuse me, what are Like, why do you have to chime in? Why do you have to say anything? Like, nobody's hurting your feelings. Nobody's doing anything to hurt you. I don't know whatever was getting under her skin. I think, honestly, it's a little bit of jealousy. I don't know if it was towards me. I don't know if it was towards other coworkers. But some coworkers are really jelly. And it's kind of like you got to put them in their place to shut them down because they will keep coming after you. It's kind of psycho. I mean, it is. It really is psycho, but ew, definitely glad I don't have to work with her anymore because it was, it was, I didn't even have to work with her. It was just the presence that, you know, like evil, like 
presence kind of like when, you know, the Gryffindors and Ravenclaws and Hufflepuffs have to like sit in a freaking class with the Slytherins. And we know like the Slytherins, you know, are pretty sketch most. So kind of like that, but like the war, like Malfoy. She was like Malfoy, but like the little undertone of Voldemort. It was just, it was just sick. And you know, I'm kind of, I'm really glad about that, that that's over with. So a lot of those things have kind of caused me to kind of get talked to <laughs> because I get really riled up. Um, you know, my supervisors or bosses have, you know, said like, you know, you need to kind of chill out and I get it totally. I want to chill out. It is good to not do that. So because I don't have the best advice to give because I've never taken any advice, my advice is to just don't do what I just said. You know, if you're dealing with toxic coworkers, I think it's probably best to discuss those issues that they're doing like with your supervisor or their boss um, because that way their supervisor can deal with it. And if their supervisor's not doing anything about it, HR baby all day, HR is there to do that. So definitely contact somebody who will set some people straight for you. So that way you don't do what I did because I basically went from like zero to a hundred and like a hundred should be you telling off your coworkers. So don't go to a hundred yet. Don't really go there. But if you have somebody who's like a Voldemort, you know, coworker, you talk to HR, just go to HR already and just talk to them because it's really uncomfortable and makes your, that's like where you spend most of your time in your life is at work with coworkers. So you should not be having an an uneasy time. You know, thank you to all my coworkers who have been the most gorgeous people ever. You obviously know who you are. I love you guys so much. To the ones who were assholes, and if you, you didn't know that you were an asshole, you should know, okay? You should know. So no to you, ew, and cheers to all the good ones. Cheers to the ones who make the job, you know, comfortable and fun. Cheers to you guys. Well, I hope everyone is doing well and staying safe during this time. Wash your little gorgeous hands because COVID is still rising, crazies. So stay social distancing and put on those masks. Put them on. Like literally, if you are not wearing a mask and you're listening to this, that's a freaking, I would threaten you, but it's a warning. It's not a threat. It's a warning. So put your mask on, wash your hands, and be safe, you guys. Don't get anybody else sick and try to be great people and not toxic coworkers. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Cheese Man Wine, and I'll chat with you guys soon.